When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is FBL Focal from YouTube. You may not be aware, but I now convert all my videos into podcasts. You can find all the podcast links at linktree.com slash FBLFocal. That's linktree.com slash FBLFocal. Welcome back for another video. In this video, I'll be rating your latest Gaming One drafts out of 10 and giving feedback to each one. Thanks for sending all your teams in. If you're not following me on Twitter and Instagram, my username on both is FBLFocal. Links in the description. I've loaded all your drafts in one by one and we've got a perfect mix of teams to discuss here. Loads more FPL content to come, hit subscribe to help us hit 80k by Gimmick 1. Straight off the bat we have a Zinchenko draft from D0Dave. This one's an excellent draft to kick off with actually because it's well balanced in terms of money in each position and price points covered. I imagine Zinchenko will be a popular player but for me he's a wait and see. It's likely that Arsenal's sign is playing midfield, but he can also play in left back if required. For Ukraine, he actually plays in midfield as a box-to-box -box midfielder, very involved in the build-up, and the bonus point system will love him if he plays a similar role at Arsenal. Unless Tierney's out for the start of the season, I'd advise Inchenko and grab an alternative like Gabriel or Tomiyasu. Bruno Gamaras could be in for a great season, but I'm not keen for Gamic 1 either, as Newcastle face City in Gamic 3 and Liverpool in Gamic 5. It's fine if you've got a rotation player, but Pereira and Williams aren't the best players to be starting ideally in those game weeks. One lesson I suggest everyone's taken to this season is always give your bench attention every game week. It's quite easy to overlook it as sometimes at first glance it looks okay. There will be weeks when you unexpectedly have to call on your bench. And using this draft as an example, you'd much rather Nico Williams comes off versus Newcastle than Pereira versus Liverpool. This was a mistake I used to make in my early days of FPL and it will cost you points. Good draft to start off with, I'm giving this one a 7 out of 10. Next up is a draft from Declan. We have our first salaryless draft. This draft goes to show what you can do without Salah in your team. If you are bold enough to go without Salah, I think it has to be for one of Son or KDB. The problem with Kane and Haaland is that Salah is completely out of reach as you'll need to make at least two moves to get back to him. I agree with Declan's comments on Rashford, he's been impressive in pre-season with two goals and assist in three games. If Ronaldo is back come Gemic 1, I wonder what impact it could have on Rashford though, as Martial could compete for the same spot. I'm guessing you're an Everton fan with Patterson and Gordon here. To be honest, Patterson could be an interesting alternative to Williams, who is the most popular formal defender, if Patterson can become first choice right back. I can't honestly see Gordon getting anything versus Chelsea though, Neto is the standout 5.5mm midfielder. The bench is very light, so I'd look to shuffle the funds around a bit. For me, Salah is a must, I'm giving this one a 4 out of 10. This draft from Joe Hall is a 3 premium or 3 premium draft. All five big hitters, Salah, Son, Kane, Haaland and De Bruyne are appealing, which is a big predicament this season. Joe's done well to squeeze three in here, but I'm going to argue the case against having three premiums. You may not know this, but in FPL you can filter by value, as in points per million. FPL is a game of finding value, and the premiums don't actually offer that in terms of points per million. However, premiums are still crucial because you have to select a captain every game week with the highest ceiling. Therefore, with two premiums, it's easy to plan for a good captain every game week. For example, Salah and Haaland's a popular combination, and you can clearly see on screen that there's already a good captain option available with those two alone. With three, you're therefore losing potential value that you could have elsewhere. 
The graphic on screen shows that the defenders offer the best value, followed by mids and then forwards. Therefore, two big hitters is the maximum I'd stretch to and find value elsewhere with at least three premium defenders. This one's just about the best you can do a free premium, so it's not bad, but with everything in mind, I'm going to give it a 4 out of 10. Next up is FPL Krakow's team. He only had 20% battery on his screenshot, which suggests to me a lack of planning. However, when you look at his team, it's actually very well thought out. Though I've got some bias as my current draft is very similar. I mentioned in the team selection video that Robertson scored 1.5 points per match more than Luis Diaz did last season, and he's 1 mil cheaper. He actually even outscored Trent from Gemic 5 onwards last season, so I like Robertson as a third Liverpool player. The biggest fault with this team is the lack of City defenders. The majority of managers have at least one because the fixtures are too good to pass up on and they're very sound defensively. You could downgrade Saka to accommodate a City defender, for example Martinelli frees up 2 mil which would let you move Tom Yasu or Williams to Laporte or Diaz. I love the Rashford pick. The issue of pairing Rashford with Neto is that they both have a poor Gemic 3 fixture and you've not got any good options off the bench that week. It's a very good draft though and I'm going to give this one an 8 out of 10. Obviously I'm just giving my opinion and some of you may disagree, particularly when it comes to Spurs. I don't see no Spurs as a major weakness, it boils down to how the alternatives do instead. Salah and Harlan could score 30 points each over the opening 5 game weeks and Son and Kane 25 points. That's perfectly fine and the takeaway is you can't have them all. Next up is Nathan Bacon's team. He's picked up Kukurea, assuming that he moves to Man City. My concern with Kukurea is that the signing still hasn't happened at the time of recording and they've got two pre-season games before Game Week 1 and then the Community Shield. So I can see Pep lining up with Cancelo and Walker in fullback in Game Week 1. Pep demands a lot from his fullback so Kuku could need some time to bed in. I'm not keen on Perisic at the moment as he's yet to play in pre-season with a minor injury though he is expected to make a cameo in their next match. Feels like a bit of a gamble as Spurs have Regulon and Sessignon who could fill in for Gemic 1 and then they face Chelsea in Gemic 2. No Salah's very bold but certainly a template breaker if it comes off. I'd have Haaland vice-captain over Diaz myself. It's the first draft I've seen with Madison. He should be in for another great season but I'd put Mount ahead of him in the 8 more bracket from Gemic 1. 5 out of 10 for Mr Bacon. The next draft is from Jespers, the first draft with 5 at the back. This is actually my favourite one so far. It's my 12th year play in FPL and I've never seen so much value in the defenders, so I'm not opposed to a 5 at the back. City dominated clean sheet odds in the opening 8 game weeks, so the double up's a nice differential against those who own just one. Saka's a good pick, but I'd rather Diaz since you've only got double Liverpool. They're a more potent attack than Arsenal, who you're currently doubled up on in attack. The only criticism I have is that Neto plays Spurs in game week 3, so you are forced to start De Silva or Pereira. It's a difficult predicament, because it's potentially not as bad as it looks on paper if it's just one game week. You mentioned that you're considering 4 nails Perisic and Tomiyasu, but it's better as it is I'd say. It'd be a shame to lose the City double up and Perisic is a question mark at the moment. Neto's more of an issue when he's paired with a Man United or a Newcastle asset, as that's when you've got multiple players with a bad gimmick 3 fixture. So it might be one we get away with and I'm considering it myself. 9 out of 10 for this draft. Next up's a draft from Owen Windsor. He's actually verified on Twitter as a professional footballer. Thanks for sending the draft in and hopefully we'll see you on FPL one day. He's also gone salarless, which I'm against personally, but I like this one more as you got Bruno Gamares while the last one had Gordon Gemic 1. I love the James and Chilwell double up and the City double up, both very justified pairs. The main concern I have is Rashford and Bruno in combination, as mentioned before. In Gemic 3, Liverpool face Man United and City face Newcastle, so he could be in for a bad Gemic without some planning there. You could downgrade Bruno to a 5.5mm mid, such as Neto or 4 Nails, and then Nico Williams up to a 4.5mm defender. No Salah's a tough one to look past though, so I'm giving this one a 6 out of 10. 
And lastly, Adam Wheelie's draft. We've had the Thurimium draft, and now we've got the Wonium draft, as he's called it. This one's a great one to finish on, and I'll do a video talking about this one more. It's unbelievable how much you can spread the funds with a one premium team. The downside is that you're totally dependent on Salah as your captain every week, as there's no standout captain alternatives elsewhere. Salah was phenomenal in the first half of last season. He only blanked once in the opening 17 game weeks, so it has potential. Despite how well we spread the money, you've got the same issue with Bruno Gamaros, where game week 3 and 5 he has poor fixtures, and Stan Pereira ahead of him isn't ideal. This is the first draft I've seen with Bowen. He was phenomenal last season, and beyond Man City, the fixtures are very good. That said, I'd still get rid of him, as you are betting against yourself with Bowen facing two of your own defenders. You've squeezed every drop of value out thanks to only one premium, and I actually really like it. Bruno's the main area that I'd consider making a change. I'm going to give this one an 8 out of 10. That wraps up the video. Thanks again for watching and sending all your drafts in. If you found it useful, let me know your thoughts below. We're closing in on 80k subs by GameWeek1. Hit subscribe to help us get there. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.